Good morning. Aloha. Let's see if we can get started here today in the morning catechism. Catechism in a year. There we go. That means we're going to go through the each part of the catechism in one year. There's an awful lot here, so we're going through um, part one uh, this year. But this is actually our second time through the whole catechism, and we read line by line through this beautiful book, one of my favorite books ever written, because it's an anthology of the writings of the scriptures, the writings of the saints, the writing of the church councils. It's just, it's just awesomely powerful. Hey, Rodney, aloha. Hey, Rodney, message me your, your, your email address and I'll send you that link we talked about yesterday. I'm not sure if I got that message from you. Hey, Mike, aloha. Another one, one of the members of our man cave, one of the first new members of the new man cave. Uh, so glad to have you aboard, Mike, aloha. We're having a Zoom video call Tuesday, 8 p.m. Uh, of the man cave. So hope, hope you can join us 8 p.m. Eastern time. We're reading from Article 7 of the Apostles' Creed. Hey, Tony. Aloha. Glad to have you here. Another one, one of the members of the School of Manliness. And uh, we're going to really start getting traction in month one, year one of the, of the school um, on Tuesday. So uh, did you guys receive your email blasts I sent out a couple days ago? And don't forget to be posting in the man cave. We appreciate it when you keep the ball rolling in there. Before his ascension, Christ affirmed that the hour had not yet come for the glorious establishment of the messianic kingdom awaited by Israel. What a stunning, stunning, powerful uh, moment, you know, in history. When Jesus died and he ascended, and he said, I will tear down this temple and three days later I will build it again. And so they thought he was talking about the temple, you know, there in Jerusalem, which... Uh, where the where the sacrifice was was given you know it's where at uh, the moment of jesus death the temple curtain which they say is about eight inches thick was torn in half from the top down so it wasn't a man that tore it it was god who tore it and uh and then during that time only uh 40 years later during the reign of uh, uh, uh titus when the uh the temple was destroyed the the the, the, the jews uh, rebelled the Carbo, Car, Car, how to say it, Cardoba uh, uh, um, Rebellion. I even have one of the coins that was uh, minted during, uh, dur by the Jews during that time when the temple was destroyed and temple sacrifice stopped. But there is a, there is a continual sacrifice from east to west, a perfect offering, be, offering will be made from the rising of sun to the setting of the same. So there's there's 24 hours a day somewhere around the world, mass is being celebrated, where we are made present again at the foot of the cross, and uh, we receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Hey, Martha, thank you for being so patient with us, and thank you for helping us to launch the Mama Bear site. In fact, when I'm done with this, I call Pat Gervais, and we're going to begin to work more and more, make sure to start bringing that up. And I emailed Kyle and asked him to, to text me so I could give him a call. We have a man cave Zoom meetup um, Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Hopefully he can come. So um, before his ascension, Christ affirmed that the hour had not yet come for the glorious establishment of the Messianic kingdom awaited by Israel, which according to the prophets was to bring uh, all men the definitive order of justice. 
there's such a, a false sense of justice in the world today, isn't there? It's like what, we, what, 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 what is good is called evil and what is evil is called good. Justice is given to each man what they have due from you. And the ultimate justice we refer to in the Mass when we refer to God and say it is right and just to give him thanks and praise. God is a person. He's three persons with one nature. And so we, the first point of justice has to be to give God what he has due from us, which is everything. And then from there, his justice is established. And we, we base our, our decisions on our conscience but also, and our understanding of what Scripture teaches us and what the church teaches us about decisions. Uh, justice is willing the true is is giving to each man what they have due from you. Uh, prudence, which is the charioteer of the virtues, justice being one of the four cardinal virtues, uh, seeks the true good in every situation. And love, here it says, justice, love, and peace. Love is willing the true good for the other through self-donation. So it says he will bring the definitive order of justice, love. And peace. There, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And the scripture verse in Psalm says, seek peace, pursue it. Um, there are different types of peace. There's, I would say there's probably about three different types of peace. There's the peace that comes when you have your house all in order, when your work is caught up, when things are not in disarray. There is the kind of peace that comes when you've won a great victory. When there's been a battle and there's been a great victory, there's there's a peace uh, when that victory is established, and there's the victory that is that passes all understanding that comes when the Holy Spirit is breathed into your life, uh, and this is the peace that God is talking about, the peace that comes from order, things being in proper order. One of the orders that uh, peace, one of the ways you can establish peace in your life is by having your own soul in order, your own being in order. In the role, in, the, in, the, in, in our humanity, we need to be integrated, uh, in, integrated uh, um, in, in our relationship with God, uh, with our relationship with our body, with our relationship with the world. And I think if you look at it this way, the soul is your spirit, your, your soul is comprised of your mind, will, and emotion. And uh, as Christians, as, 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 as humans, I mean, we have a spiritual soul. So there's that spiritual, rational soul, in which is the mind, the will, and the emotion. And our will, as it understands and submits to God's will, allows us to be integrated into, fully integrated into the, the Trinity, you know. Our, our mind needs to be submitted to our will. We need our minds to to uh, bring all thoughts into captivity, to po po focus on, on things above, not on things of the world. Uh, our, our emotions, we need to tell our emotions, you know, you're the caboose. It's faith and truth that are pulling the train. You're the caboose and you're along for the ride and sometimes you try to disrupt me. But emotions of, of depression or of, ang of anger or angst or worry, uh, you get to ride in the caboose. You, we, you're not you're not the engine that's pulling this train and then of course there's our body uh, our bodies need to uh, respond to the will of God uh, we can't fall into concupiscence uh, lust or sloth or 
or overeating or indulging our bodies. Our bodies need to be, as St. Francis referred to his brother ass. It needs to carry us. It needs to, be, it needs to obey our will as we obey God's will. This is the kind of order when the kingdom comes because the messianic kingdom, the kingdom of God is wherever God's will is done. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, and I hope because over on my desk, I have a little plaque I put on the right-hand corner of it, little plaque, and I call it the Resolute Desk. I named it after the desk in the White House. But beneath that, the words, the Resolute Desk, are the words, thy will be done. And so when I'm at work or when I'm, uh, uh, you know, uh, involved in ministry or, or in surfing, <laughs> one of the best, worst things you can do in surfing is drop in on someone who has a, who's already riding a wave, you know. So seeking everywhere and every moment to seek out the true good and to do God's will. That's the messianic kingdom. Wherever God's will is being done, that's the kingdom of God. And in heaven, guess what? What's so cool about heaven is only God's will is done there. Isn't that cool? Wouldn't it be refreshing? Wouldn't it be beautiful with the order of justice, love, and peace reign? According to the Lord, the present time is the time of the Spirit. That's the capital S, the Holy Spirit. And of witness. But also a time marked by distress. And the trial of evil, which does not spare the church. And ushers in the struggles of the last days. It is a time of waiting and watching. Wait for your redemption draweth nigh. Don't get hyper-focused on the things of the world. People get obsessed with the, uh, the degeneration in our society and it's, and it's disheartening. But our place is not to be hyper-focused and obsessed do something about it. If you don't like the way things are going, run for the school board. Become a member of the school board. Join, the, uh, join a, a, a ministry in the church. Don't let others do it. Why not run for mayor or Congress? So, so don't just talk about it. Don't have an opinion about it. Don't yell at the news at night. Do something about it or shut up. The glorious advent of Christ, advent of Christ, the hope of Israel. Since the ascension, Christ's coming in glory has been imminent. So remember we were saying yesterday, Maranatha, Jesus is coming soon. Since the ascension, Christ's coming in glory has been imminent, even though it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has fixed by his own authority. This eschatological coming could be accomplished at any moment, even if both it and the final trial will that will precede it are delayed. So we have to think, hey, Pat, I'll get on the phone with you in a few moments to work on the uh, Mama Bear site. Martha's here too. Um, so this eschatological coming could be accomplished at any moment, even if, it, even if both it and the final trial that will precede it are delayed. Okay, you guys, I got to tell you one thing because this is a fancy word or your eschatology it's about the second coming of Christ one time Jesus appeared to a bunch of theologians and he asked them the question that he asked his disciples who do you say that I am and they all had different answers and finally the third or fourth person got up and got up and said you are the eschatological uh, charismatic ground 
of our being. You are the son of the Holy Other. And Jesus looked at him and said, what? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, you know, there's a story of the theologian, you know, would you rather see God or would you rather uh, attend a seminar on the meaning of the word homoousius? <laughs> I think a lot of theologians would st want to study that word. <laughs> and that's why in my prayer life and in my study, I, I always have to make sure to spend time just listening to the Lord, not just reading. Like here, I'm reading over here. I think you can see I'm reading the Divine Comedy by Dante right now. You can see my hula girl in the background there. That's on the other side over there. That's my desk. That's where all the CPA land work and all the movie editing gets done. Anyway, now I'm talking too much. Love you guys. Let me sign off here, okay? Say the sign of the cross in Hawaiian. Makaino o kamakua kekeki ameik kehuahana hemalele. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Aloha.